Hey, good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, and it is a beautiful day here in the Valley of the Sun. A tough day today for all of you basketball fans out there. Kobe Bryant uh, passed away along with uh, eight others in a helicopter crash uh, this weekend. It was one of those, you know, Say what you want about Kobe. He wasn't maybe the most likable player, but uh, no doubt one of the greatest uh, basketball players of all time. Matter of fact, it was one of those things where I actually texted my kids, you know, because I didn't know if they were aware, which they were. Of course, you know, social media, they were probably aware of it before I was, but just one of those impactful things. Uh, The passing of of Kobe Bryant and really like with the, saying is uh fog yeah that they weren't really uh sure why they decided to take off nonetheless uh rest in peace kobe having said that i got a lot of things to talk about uh big big reactions uh in the stock market today having to do with coronavirus i'm going to tell you all the things that have happened why it is uh that that the dow is reacting so negatively you know we, we it started last week and we were worried, is this thing going to spread? Uh, how big of a killer is it? What you know? What are we talking about? Is this thing just going to kind of die down and go away uh, over the weekend? Uh, we definitely got worse uh, and significantly worse. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, before I do that, 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com where you can go out there. We have uh, specials out there all the time. You can order 24-7, 365 days a year out there at allamericangold.com. Just a quick radio thing for the 1360 KHNC. We have... All new shows, all new shows, a lot of new shows on the weekends. And I know we had a couple of issues on Sunday. Uh, by this weekend, they should be all cleaned up and look for. We should have a new website up any any day. Next, next 24 hours, uh, I'm thinking at the very, very latest. We're actually hoping to have it up. Uh, late, late Friday, early Saturday. We hit a few snags, but a huge improvement over the site that we had. Okay, so now that I got that all out of the way, we really, really got to focus in on the coronavirus. Why is it, you know, you're thinking about we've got five cases here, one of them now in Phoenix, uh, an ASU student. uh, And I I think that's where we're going to see a lot of these cases uh, here in the U.S. are probably going to be students, uh, and or business travel related, but these are massive cities. We, we've talked about it uh, on Friday. You know, cities that we, you know, we have all heard of Beijing, right, and Shanghai, Hong Kong, but that's, that's probably about as far as it goes. These cities are absolutely massive. Uh, the city where the virus started, it's like the sixth largest city in China. Uh, and so think about, when you think about that, think about a, ci- a city like, I don't know, Philadelphia, right? Because right? I think Philly's the, the sixth. Put it this way. We're the fifth largest city, Phoenix. 
and and we were real close to being fifth or sixth, fifth or sixth with Philadelphia. Think of it like this: that a city the size of Phoenix, or and or Philly, and then remember not just that the surrounding areas, all of it, close. And when I mean close, right? I, I'm not talking about hey, uh, nobody's flying in and out of Sky Harbor today. Closed. Restaurants, closed, right? Retail shops, closed. Everything, banks, this, that, everything closed. That's kind of what we're looking at. And now, over the weekend, it's spread. Uh, The first person to die in Beijing uh, happened over the weekend. We don't really know how many, right? We watch the media, and they're saying, hey, it's 3,000, 80-some dead. But remember, it's China, right? They're not the most forthcoming with news. And that's just my, it's my opinion. If China says that three people, 3,000 people are infected and 80, 80 people are dead, my guess is it's probably more than that. Right? And I think a lot of people out there, I think a lot of people would, would, would believe that. Say, you know what? Yeah, double, you're, you're probably right. This morning, I feel like that assumption that I'm making is a lot more right than I want it to be. In other words, I think it's much, much bigger. Uh, because several different announcements. Let's start with, we knew what happened on Friday, right? We started to see uh, certain U.S. companies, companies like McDonald's, right? Taco Bell, Yum Brands, right? Saying, hey, we're going to start closing some restaurants in the primary cities. Then all of a sudden, over the weekend, Walt Disney is closing Disneyland in Shanghai, right? Now we're talking about, wait a minute, you're not in the affected zone. You're not in the quarantine zone. But now they said, yep, we're closing Disneyland in Shanghai. McDonald's, which is closing more and more stores. Delta and American are now uh, allowing passengers to travel from the 24th to the 31st to Beijing and Shanghai, but they're not allowing any flights into the restricted zone. Carnival, Royal Caribbean, Marriott, Hilton, Hyatt, and the list keeps going on and on. But a big announcement that we'll get to next. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. And we're, we're talking about coronavirus. Why is it hitting our stock market so hard uh, today right now? Dow's down 450 points. Uh, NASDAQ S&P as well. Uh, gold continuing. You know, we, we, I, I told you, you know, we closed above that uh, 1564. Uh, look for 1585. Close above 1585. Let's just, you know, 1800, 1900. Uh, gold right now up another eleven fifteen eighty three. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it finishes out. This would be the highest close if it closes right here. This would be the highest close in gold uh, in over seven years. But this get ready to hear that a lot. Matter of fact, get ready to hear new all time record highs in gold. 
just get ready to hear that. It's not going to be, uh, you know, five years from now, ten years from now. You know, it, it things keep happening like this. It, it's going to be a lot sooner uh, than later. It could be this year. Uh, right now, I'm still saying next year, but could be this year. I might have to change it. You know, obviously, you don't plan on something like this. So, so this was all happening over the weekend, right? All these places were announcing, hey, we're restricting flights. Uh, Disneyland, we're shut down, right? McDonald's and Yum! Brands, hey, we're not going to open our restaurants in these restricted areas. It's not like they had a choice, okay? It's not like they had a choice. It's not like they were doing this out of the kindness of their heart, right? The Chinese officials so they shut it down. This is why I'm saying I think it's I think it's much worse than what we realize. And then you start seeing the hotel chains all doing the same thing. This morning, though, things got things changed even more. So, you know, when you think about who's affected, obviously. Uh, the Chinese consumers are not out there shopping in their in their mass massive cities that they have. Companies like Nike, Nike, you know, seventeen uh, percent of all Nike sales are in China, right? Estee Lauder and and a lot of these uh, retailers like that, manufacturer. I'll call them manufacturer slash retailers. Uh, they're they're taking it on the chin, right? And we can understand that. Okay, well that makes sense, right? You got you got a lot of exposure to China. You got a lot of retail sales in China. Today, it took a different type of turn. China is now ordering manufacturing hub cities and other centers of the industrial uh, part of the country to remain closed. Now, the reason why it says remain, this was the uh, Chinese New Year. When all of this stuff started breaking, this was Chinese New Year. And unlike here, you know, here, oh, it's New Year's. Oh, you know, maybe you're lucky you're, you're, you're closed on New Year's Day. Maybe, right? Other than that, that's it. maybe if it falls on the right day of the week, you can take a long weekend. Right? China shuts down, right? Everyone's just out shopping and holidaying and all that stuff. They said that now China is ordering all of these manufacturing hubs for people not to come to work. Uh, in Xuzhou, another, and I know I'm not pronouncing that right, this is another major, major city inside of China, uh, just west of Shanghai, told millions of workers not to return for at least another week, but I'm hearing reports that are saying that China doesn't expect these workers back for several weeks. Could be longer than that. The region which home is home to the world's largest factories, including iPhone contractor, right? You know, it's not Apple. Foxconn, right? They make all Apple stuff, right? Foxconn, Johnson & Johnson, Samsung Electric, right? Now you're starting to you're starting to put it all together here. And you're starting to understand why the impact is so great now when you're looking at wait, why are we down four or five hundred points? Uh, and now it's starting to become clear. A lot of all of this exposure to China now 
really starting uh, to have a significant impact. I don't know. What would you do if these factories were closed for a month, two months? I don't know. You know, there, there's talk, and I'm, I don't know anything about it other than what you read, so you got to be careful. I don't know what to believe. I'm telling you, let's not believe what China's saying about the, you know, about how many people are affected. But it appears that the virus is getting worse. In other words, it's slowly starting to mutate, uh, becoming even uh, easier to, I guess, travel from person to person. Uh, I don't, you know, it appears that China is fearing that it may be getting stronger as well. In other words, uh, I guess more lethal. We'll have to see. I, I Again, we don't know. We have to rely on what... Uh, is coming out of, of China. But when you start thinking about when I just said that, hey, it appears like this thing's spreading faster. appears like it's easier now. It mutated a little bit, and it can go. It's a lot easier to get it. And China's saying, hey, it may be getting stronger as well. And then you start thinking about all of a sudden they're telling everyone, don't go to work. And not just in the uh, you know the city where it all started. You know, on Friday, I think by Friday, they said 56 million people were quarantined. Now we're just shutting down uh, all these cities all over the all over the country. I, I saw reports. There was a picture today uh, of Beijing. And, you know, the caption was Beijing ghost town. But the bigger impact is the factories. I, I mean, are they going to shut down? All of these factories until this thing is over. How long is that going to be? I mean, uh, I don't. I don't know how many extra iPhones we have out there, right? I don't know how many extra anything there is. You know, the most in, in today's day and age, because it's so much different than it used to be. You know, used to be companies had back stock. They were they had enough stuff made for three, four, five months because it took a while. You know, it just took time to get to where they needed to go. We didn't have computers, and, and you never knew when somebody just going, oh, man, I, 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 I missed it. I need, I need, you know, a thousand more iPhones. Send them to me, right? You know, and they had to have them. Now, there's no back stock. There isn't. You ever, you know, you, if you used to go into a back room of a grocery store, a department store, any store, there's back stock of cases. Of case. Now it's, they're empty. Believe me, they're empty. And, and we're so efficient, right? They know, hey, we've got uh, phones. We'll use the iPhone since it's something everybody knows. We know exactly how long when we tell Foxconn, when we give Foxconn a purchase order, okay, hey, Foxconn, I need you to deliver 1 million iPhones uh, to the port of, of Long Beach, okay? And, and here's your purchase order. Go ahead, fill it. 
Apple knows. And I don't know what the time period is. But let's just say they know, hey, six weeks from now, we're going to unload that crate. Right? We're going to unload that container on the docks of Long Beach in six weeks. And then it's got to clear customs and blah, blah, blah. And they know, okay, that's going to take a week. And then we got to get it to our warehouse. And then we're going to disperse it to all of our stores. And then you know what? In eight weeks, stores in Arizona and Colorado and in Wyoming and Michigan and Illinois and New York are going to start getting those iPhones. And they know. And by the time we get them there, they should be just about ready to need them, right? They should be down to their last, you know, 40, 50, 100 phones, depending on how busy they are, whatever it may be, right? But it's there when it needs to be. Now you find out all of a sudden, Monday morning, Apple wakes up and nobody's at Foxconn. Right? Nobody's there to fill uh, fill the PO. And, and, and think about all the products now. And, of course, we thought about trade wars and this and that. Now, well, this is a whole different thing. So it's going to be very, very interesting. I don't know how long it will last. I do know this. I didn't think it was going to get this bad. How many of you out there were thinking like me on Friday, yeah, okay, you know, we've kind of, we've seen this before. I liken it to, uh, you know, the hurricane. You never think, ah, okay, right? Yeah, bird flu is going to kill everybody, and and all the animals are going to die, and this and that, and SARS. And you kind of are like, eh, you know, I'm sure it's going to be nothing. And then you come, you come back, and all of a sudden, I'm telling you, China's closed. The largest country in the world is closed. They're the largest manufacturer in the world, and it's not like Apple can go and call, you know, oh, well, you know, that's all right. That, uh, that plant's down. Well, let, let, let's get our plant in Illinois on the line, right? Hey, let's beef up production over there in Illinois. Oh, wait a minute. We don't have a plant in Illinois, right? <laughs> I know. Let's call Texas. Oh, wait, we don't have uh, that place in Texas that they bragged about, right? Yeah, no, they can't do that. And so this is kind of the, this is a, a whole new thing here. This is why you're seeing it. The Dow, like I said, down 460. The, the S&P is down 50-something. The Nasdaq's down almost 200 points. And I'll tell you why the Nasdaq's down so much. All the chips that go into phones. And laptops and, well, come on, everything now. Your Alexa device, your TV, everything's a, it's a smart everything. Your, your dishwasher's smart. Your, your sink is smart. Your, your, your dryer and your washer and your stove. They all got those chips. Guess where they're all made? You know, is every single chip made there? No. But by and large... Everything out there probably has, think about, does anything not have a Chinese component in it? I mean, you know, and, I, and I'm talking about high-tech stuff. And, and watching what NASDAQ's doing today, I got to believe not many. Right? Not many. 
They need something from China. So we'll have to wait and see. If it's a week, okay. Right? We, we Everyone, okay, we can get by a week. Two weeks? Right now, you're going to start pushing it now. Now, now wait a minute. Right, we're going to. We're going to start having some some issues now. Anything longer than that, we're going to have real issues. And then you start thinking about, okay, now does it, now it's just not our companies getting hurt. Now all of a sudden our GDP is affected, right? Hey, there, I can't buy an iPhone today or, or I can't get my washer or my dryer or this or that, the laptop or whatever it may be. I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see. I think this is the big unknown. I still haven't seen anything about uh, any progress being made on the virus whatsoever. But just judging by what China has announced in the last 72 hours, and today probably, today being the most important one, where they told all of the manufacturing hubs, nobody come to work today. Matter of fact, no one's coming to work tomorrow or Wednesday, or Thursday, or Friday, and we'll get back to you. That this thing may be a lot bigger uh, than, than, uh, than the media knows about, all right? Because, again, you only can report what the Chinese are telling you. Patriot Radio News Hour. I hope that helped. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. At any large public event attended by a sitting president, you can expect that president to receive some cheers and some organized boos. However, President Trump is drawing on the energy of millions of voters in the heart of America who appreciate his willingness to attend major sports events that Democratic candidates constantly avoid. Trump's appearance last year ringside at the Ultimate Fighting Championship at Madison Square Garden was an absolute knockout punch with voters. UFC founder Dana White welcomed Trump at Madison Square Garden, which is just a short cab ride from his Trump Tower in New York City. During the 2016 Republican National Convention, White predicted correctly that Trump's, quote, sense of loyalty and commitment will translate into how he will run this country, end quote. White continued, we need somebody who believes in this country. We need somebody who's proud of this country and who will fight for this country. Donald Trump is a fighter, and I know he will fight for this country. Trump is doing exactly as White predicted, fighting for our country, while Congressman Jerry Nadler and shifty Adam Schiff do the opposite by concocting schemes of secret impeachment hearings against the president. Rather than cower in political fear in the White House, as Richard Nixon did, Trump came out swinging to a standing ovation by the American public. President Trump is America's ultimate fighter. He takes on threats foreign and domestic with ease. He can be battling the fake news media one day and landing decisive blows on trade cheaters like China the next. Democrats want to paint him as an outraged brawler swinging wildly at thin air, but they couldn't be more wrong. He's a seasoned champion with years of experience in the ring. He knows how to strike an opponent where it hurts most. Just ask crooked Hillary Clinton, Jeff Flake, and Bob Casey. This is what America has been waiting for for a long, long time. 
We want someone who will fight the swamp rather than becoming a part of it. We want someone who will champion the values Americans have long stood for. In today's political landscape, there's only one man fit for this job, and his name is Donald Trump. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. On a Wendy and I were talking during the break. Uh, her husband John was was in the hospital for a few days. Uh, everybody mandatory in the hospitals here in in Phoenix. Everybody had masks. All the all the doctors, all the nurses, all the patients, everybody. Which kind of just again, you know, the creep factor. Right, we we got a confirmed case here over the weekend, uh, student from ASU, and 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 you just don't know. So we'll, we'll keep watching it. What happened over the weekend? Uh, I didn't like, didn't like it at all. Right, this is this is already uh, moved into a different category than like the bird flu or, or the SARS epidemic already. So we'll have to see. Hopefully, things start to get a little better, uh, but but we haven't seen it yet. Uh, shifting gears, Discover Card. Uh, we've been talking about this, and I've been mentioning it because I watch, and you're seeing all the charge-offs on the credit card companies start rising, all of those things uh, that are happening, and it's happening again. Discover Card. Uh, got hammered, had its worst day since the financial crisis. It was down 11%. Here was the funny thing. This was Q4 earnings. And this is something where this week, by the way, not so much today, the rest of this week, lots and lots and lots of earnings. And I think we're going to see lots of misses. Uh, the Discover card, this was a Friday report after I was off the air. They, they they beat earnings by a penny, which, you know, that's not great, right? You're like, huh, ah, because you can do plenty of financial engineering to beat earnings by, by, by a penny. But it was inside of it. They were talking about charge-offs. Huge jump in charge-off for Discover Card in the fourth quarter of 2019, they say while the while not quite the heart, the highest charge off rate in the past decade, it was the highest charge off rate going all the way back to 2011. So 
just to put it in perspective, Discover Card saying, hey, uh, the consumer, the great consumer, starting to show those signs. And, and again, it just makes sense. Right? And, and, and for those people out there, and I, I've had so many discussions with people now that that are like, yeah, you know, I'm making a pretty much about what I was making five, ten years ago. And five or ten years ago, I did pretty good. I was doing well. And all of a sudden, they're like, there's no money left. Whether it's health care premiums, whether it's uh, my kid had to go to college, or uh, you know what, the car the car was done, right? I, I got to get another one, and and the payment, right? The payment just, you know, it was two three hundred dollars more, and then and he's like, and everything, right? The grocery bills more, the light bills more, right? The this bills more, the car insurance bill is more, and there's just not a mo- not enough money left. Uh, this is. You know, too early. They're the they're the first of the uh, you know American Express had it did okay. Uh, Discover Card, uh, not so much. We have yet to hear from Visa and Mastercard, but we got to put it out there, right? Here, here we go, right? This is again another one of those things that we don't want to see. And I'm just oh my boy, Boeing. Boeing is just it just keeps getting worse. Uh, now they're saying that they're looking at cutting, making cuts to the 787 Dreamliner. Uh, this is a, a an aircraft that this isn't the aircraft they got the problem with. This is another aircraft thinking that they're going to have to cut more uh, production from that aircraft. Uh, and then Boeing uh, had built a satellite. And I know that some of you had heard about it. Uh, with, this one was with DirecTV. Uh, apparently they're worrying that the satellite's going to explode now. Uh, so more bad news, I guess, for Boeing. It, it just doesn't get any better there. We'll have to wait and see. So you start factoring GDP now. And this is where it gets interesting. Boeing is a huge part of our, our GDP. Most people don't realize how big it is. You know, these planes are huge dollars, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars per plane. Right now, the 737 MAX is is shut down completely. Uh, Now they're saying they're going to cut the 787 Dreamliner production, uh, some of their other uh, key industries having issues. And now we're starting to see layoffs from Boeing suppliers uh, a lot of them in the Midwest as well, uh, almost over 10,000 now by, by, my, by last count. These are Boeing suppliers. Maybe they provided, I don't know, the bolts to the Dreamliner, or they provided the seats to the 737 MAX, or they, they provided electrical component, whatever it may be. If you're not building it, they're not ordering it. So... 2020 was a year where we were supposed to see, and of course, I told you we weren't going to. This is before all this happened. I actually thought Boeing would be almost ready to go by now. But before Boeing, 
before coronavirus. The 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 expectations of Wall Street were way too high, in my opinion, way too high. Now we're going to have to wait and see. I, I, again, I, I don't know. I think we're going to see uh, how long does this thing last. If we if I'm back here next Monday, and we're talking about this thing's gotten worse again, and that China is still closed, all these manufacturing hubs haven't opened, uh, that every uh, all these businesses remain shut, uh, th- this is going to start having a big impact on what's going to happen uh, later this year. I mean, we could see, could we see rate cuts out of this? Absolutely. We could absolutely see. Well, think about it. I think the central bank would love it. Deep down inside, I think Jay Powell and his cast of characters would would love this opportunity because that way, hey, it's not us. Right? It's not us. It's, you know, it's that coronavirus's fault, uh, which, again, I think, you know, I, I won't even put a number. It's too early to put a number on uh, where gold and silver could end up this year, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. I, I got a special for you. It's not a big one, but it is a good one. I got a, a good special for you. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about countries attacking gold holders. Something you all want to pay attention to. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. I have, and I don't know why, and I, and who knows, right? We've had a tough month, right? It's been a, a great month. Don't get me wrong. We're not complaining, right? We've had an extremely busy month here. And uh, the metals plan and the post office issues and, and, and uh, the, the highest volume month in Patriot in probably four years this month. So we've had a lot going on. Uh, Wendy and I were going through, you know, all the stuff because, you know, we got gold everywhere, right, in the vault here, in the vault in Colorado, at, at our uh, our major world wholesaler in Texas, the, over at the Bullion Bank in, in California. We're adding it up and doing the math, and, and we were running $5 libs quite a bit. Over over the course of the the first four weeks of the year, because there's just a, there was a lot of them. Somebody sold a bunch of them, and we were buying them and buying them and buying them and buying them. But we were selling them and selling them. So somehow we ended up with with a lot more than than when we did the math. I don't know uh, how we made the mistake, but we did. So we still have about thirty five. $5 lives when on Friday I thought I had like 10 or 15 I got 35 more so gold's up big been up big uh you know 1581 1582 $5 liberties still only $430 cuz these were you know we bought them what $40 ago I mean that's how long that we We've been buying these things, right? I mean, it was, it happens. 
uh, we we uh, we run a small staff here, and sometimes we we miss something. And and I'll be honest with you, we didn't even know that we had them. We were talking with the with the bullion bank this morning, and he's like, I, uh, these five dollar liberties that you ordered, you know, right right. It it was right after New Year's. Are uh, you ever gonna pull those? And we're like, what? We don't have that. And so anyway, uh, they're available today. 430 bucks at 800-951-0592. Take the time, put them away. Uh, no limits. If you want to buy them all, buy them all. If you want to buy one, buy one. Uh, this out of Germany today. And actually, it came out over the weekend. And we know countries don't want us buying gold, right? They don't love it, buying gold. All the... All your financial planners hate gold. Well, because they can't charge a commission. Right? Most people on Wall Street hate gold. They just hate it. Governments don't like it. Central banks especially don't like it. We know that that uh, the laws and gold ownership keep getting harder. Right now, hey, uh, if you want to buy gold and you want to pay cash, right, you only can... Uh, $10,000 is the limit. And that's been adopted universally. Germany took it a step further. A week ago, the Germans now will only allow you to buy $2,000 worth of gold without you paying for it via check or credit card. Right? In other words, if you want to pay... In $100 bills in Germany, now you can only buy $2,000. Now, the German, the German public, and I didn't know this. I knew, you know, Germany officially is the second largest gold holder in the world behind the United States. I do know that the German public, they have always been uh, big, big holders of gold. But according to uh, the Reise Bank, Germany's central bank there, uh, they say that Germany as a whole, the country, the citizenry of the country, holds 8,900 metric tons of gold with well over half of that in bars in coins. So the, the in other words, the other half is jewelry, I guess, right? Uh, they said that uh, people may be surprised to know that, that Germany as a population is one of the world's leaders in holding gold as an investment. You know, China's the world's largest gold consumer, uh, followed by India, right? They're one in two. Uh, but but when you take away, you know, obviously Germany doesn't have the population of those countries, but no citizenry owns more gold for investment purposes than the German public. They rather buy gold than buy stocks there. So there you go, right? One of the things that when I'm thinking about why are they doing this twofold. Number one, they don't want you to buy it, which just tells you how big it's going to get. Of course, Germany, right, The one of the nations that brought all that gold home. Number two, they want to know who has it. And I think all the governments in the world want to know exactly what all of us have. 
at all times. Uh, the Bank of Japan uh, made an announcement on Friday, letting their public know, "Yep, it's you know it's official. We're looking at it. We're China's getting ready to roll out their digital currency, and we've got to do the same. And it's coming everywhere." Uh, but in Germany today, now starting on on uh, in January, you could now only buy two thousand dollars worth of gold in Germany privately, and and so you start thinking about all of these things and and why things are the way they are, and I'm just more convinced than ever that. We're headed for a, a collapse of the of the dollar, really of all fiat currencies. And I think the chance that they want the gold back from us again is very possible and, and probably likely. We'll be back. Final segment. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Wake up and get see what's happening here. It's important more than ever to have more gold put away. Even if later down the road they decide they, that we need to turn it all in. Uh, just remember the last time you got paid a really nice premium, they'll do it again, right? And and you'll have you'll be a lot more prepared than anybody else will be out there. Uh, 800-951-0592, $5 Liberty Gold Pieces. And, and I won't sell these again this week. I've got some silver things I'm working on. I've got some other things I'm working on for later in the week. I'll be up in Colorado on Wednesday. Uh, so look look for those uh, coming up. 800-951-0592. And do people listen? Raymond James. They're like a analytical company. They... they uh, they did a lot of Wall Street stuff. Their healthcare analyst is now saying that the Chinese statistics on the coronavirus are really only a fraction of what is really happening over there. Uh, and they put a number on it. Uh, they, they said, take whatever China's telling us and multiply it by 10. So China's telling us 80 dead, probably 800 dead. Uh, if China's telling you that, you know, 2,500 people are infected, we think it's at least 25,000. So, again, this I'm not the only one. I think uh, based on all the actions that they're taking, this thing is probably much bigger. I don't even know if by 10 is enough. You know, I saw uh, some uh, articles over the weekend where they're quoting some nurses uh, in the hardest hit provinces, saying that uh, what ninety, a hundred thousand people had already been infected, and we'll have to wait and see. Quick look here before we head out: the Dow's down four twenty, the S and P forty six, the Nasdaq one hundred and eighty. Uh, gold's up over ten dollars, fifteen eighty two and change. Uh, silver is higher as well. Silver. Got uh, right below 18 and a quarter. That's an important level for silver, too. So uh, silver, if silver can close above 18.25, uh, don't be surprised to see 19 before the end of the week. If silver can get above 18.25, uh, don't be surprised. 
and, and to see uh, silver possibly at $19 before the end of the week, especially if Raymond James is right, if I'm right, if common sense says, hey, this thing's a lot worse than we think, not a little worse, but a lot worse than we think, uh, we're in for a lot more pain uh, on Wall Street because, let's face it, without Chinese products, what do we got? Right? It's one thing when you had a tariff on it. It's another thing when, hey, I can't get the part. Right? Hey, I'm building a TV set. I'm building a computer. Right? I'm building a cell phone. I'm building whatever, a microphone, a, a table, a chair, a desk. And it doesn't matter. All the day, well, this one part we get from China. And if you can't get it, you can't build it. I mean, just that simple. 800 951 Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow. I'll be traveling tomorrow, and then I'll be in Colorado next week. Everyone take care. God bless. Have a great day.